when we talk about self-compassion, I guess this episode is really going to be highlighting and thanking the people who saw us, who shared their compassion, who shared their love, who shared that energy, who gave us belief when we saw hopelessness. Hello there, Radiant Soul. You are listening to Into Your Being. I'm your host, Marklena Lyon, and on this podcast, we cover a wide range of different topics that incorporate the whole being. We talk about wellness, self-compassion, mindfulness, prayer, spirituality, and sensual embodiment. If this is something that aligns with you or sparks interest in you, then you have landed in the right place at the right time. Let's get started and dive right in. Hello, everybody. Hello, 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 Radiant Souls. Welcome back to another episode of Into Your Being. If this is your first time tuning in, hello there. (laughs) And if you are a returning listener, hello there. (laughs) I have a lot of creative juices that are starting to flow within me and just this deeper sense of peace that I am finding within myself. And it is because of my newfound relationship with self-compassion. And, you know, if you've been following along in in these episodes, you know that I've been talking about self-compassion more and more and building on it. And this week, we're going to continue doing the same. Self-compassion. Why do I keep talking about self-compassion? Because self-compassion ties and goes hand in hand with self-love. I just want to take a moment and just define what self-love is and then define what self-compassion is so that we have a clear understanding of the difference of them, but also how they tie together with each other. Self-love is defined as the regard for one's own well-being and happiness. That's what self-love is, simply put. It is your own care for your happiness and well-being. Now, self-compassion, though, going even deeper, self-compassion in psychology is defined as extending compassion to oneself in instances of perceived inadequacy, failure, and general suffering. I've talked about um, uh, the, the psychologist, Dr. Krista Neff, on a previous episode. She's defined self-compassion as composed of three main element, elements, self-kindness, common humanity, and mindfulness. And so when we start talking and diving into these realms of self-love and self-compassion, I want to break these down because I know for myself, I have always loved the world of spirituality. I have always loved depth. I have always loved feelings. I've always been drawn to really, you know, deeply feeling music and types of movement and even movies. And, you know, even recently I was actually um, rewatching the Titanic and that was a movie I watched a lot when I was a kid which is kind of crazy because it's not really appropriate for a child. (laughs) But anyway, put that aside. I was focusing on, I knew, because I know myself, and I knew that there's a reason why I repetitively watch certain things. And I know that a lot of times, like I've seen it in my life that what people see as a as this surface level thing, I could always see the depth beyond it. Like I could always see the windows of the soul to anything, the, the deeper meaning that is happening. And so I'm watching Titanic and it gets to, this, the, to the part where it's Jack and Rose and she's going, never let go, never let go, never let go. And he's telling her to never let go. And all these years, you know, you heard that, never let go, Jack, never let go. And she lets go. And so we're thinking about the the idea of the physical act of letting his hand go. 
And so I actually started to listen to him though. And that's not what Jack is saying to her. If you remember at the beginning of the movie, the way Jack and Rose meet is because Rose believes that there is no possibility for a better life for herself and that she is stuck. And she's at a place where she feels that the only option for her life is to kill herself. And Jack sees her and he convinces her to come off. So later in the movie, they're both at close to death again, the same way that they both met. Because when she was about to jump over and she chooses to come over the rail earlier in the movie, she ends up slipping. And they both could have died at that moment. Later in the movie, they're in the freezing cold water. And what Jack actually says to Rose, I want to read to you what actually are the lines in this part. Rose goes, I love you, Jack. Jack says, no, don't you say your goodbyes, Rose. Don't you give up. Don't do it. Rose replies, I'm so cold. Jack, you're going to get out of this. You are going to go on and you are going to make babies and watch them grow and you are going to die an old lady warm in your bed. Not here. Not this night. Do you understand me? Rose says, I can't feel my body. Jack, Rose, listen to me. Winning that ticket was the best thing that ever happened to me. It brought me to you and I'm thankful, Rose. I'm thankful. You must do me this honor. Promise me you will survive. That you will never give up. No matter what happens, no matter how hopeless, promise me now and never let go of that promise. Rose, I promise. Jack, never let go. Rose, I promise I will never let go. My whole life, I always thought that scene, they were talking really about the physical. While the surface level is this like romantic story and all of that, what I was able to relearn and why maybe I felt this attachment to this movie and these characters is because Rose described a feeling that many people feel in our life. And while we go through different reigns of different experiences in our life, there comes a point where a lot of us get to this place where we feel like there's no other option. There's no other way out. And what this movie captured is how sometimes in life, we might not feel this deep sense of self-love, this deep sense of compassion, and it gets so hard that we end up on our knees in hell. And sometimes it's only when another person or another being or another light just comes in and shows us that there is more to life to be lived. And I love this part and rewatching it because what I learned is that Jack wasn't telling her to not let go of his hand or to let go of him, and that's not what Rose was saying. What he was telling her is to not let go of her life to not let go of hope, to not let go of the idea that compassion, that love, that greatness, that happiness is for you and it is on the horizon. I know it's a tragic story of Rose and Jack and it, and it doesn't have maybe the necessarily happiest endings, but what it has is a story of deep self-compassion, of self-growth, of, of reflection, of realizing that when we start to believe that we deserve better for ourselves, that we ha can have a deeper sense of self-worth and self-compassion, and sometimes we do learn it through other people, there's times in our life where it's just too painful to love ourselves. I know that that resonates with a lot of you, that it's been too painful to love ourselves. And it is through the love of others that when we can witness sometimes how others can love us, despite what we have to offer, like when we have nothing. And there's some people here that still love us, that still show up, that still show this deep compassion because they see. And it is their sight that helps us. 
it's not our, their sight that gives us vision, but it's their sight that gives us this reminder, that gives us this ability to come home to self, to know that I will not let go of my purpose. I will not let go of my mission. I will not let go of my love. I will not let go of this heart. I will not let go. And I feel that that's such a, a brave and courageous place where compassion is born. When you are on your knees, you are bleeding, you are burning, and you choose to stand right there in your failures, right there in your sorrow, right there in your hopelessness, you choose to get up. That is building incredible self-compassion. And I know for myself that it is because of the hells that I had to learn how to stand up again is why I meet people with the deepest compassion that I do. And I may not have liked all the hells that I walked through or the failures that I, I had found myself wallowing in, but I know that if I didn't get up, that if it wasn't for those failures and if it wasn't for those hells that I found myself in, there's two things that came. If I didn't allow myself the help of others and I didn't choose to get back up, I wouldn't be here today as compassionate, as loving, or I might not have been here at all. And so when we talk about self-compassion, I guess this episode is really going to be highlighting and thanking the people who saw us, who shared their compassion, who shared their love, who shared that energy, who gave us belief when we saw hopelessness. And when we start diving into this and pulling back the layers of compassion and self-compassion, for me, when I really pulled out back those layers... I learned compassion through others. It was through the compassion that people had for me is why I started to be able to be a more deeply compassionate person. I had to allow the help. I had to put aside my ego and I had to let myself be loved. And sometimes we're, we're struggling to find out how to love ourselves more, how to accept ourselves, how to just self, self, self. We're creatures who thrive in community, who are sponges to learning, to life. And when we find ourselves in hell, we start to separate ourselves from what actually makes us the oneness. And so when we start to allow the pieces that we need that are vital to be human, to be a thriving human, safe community is the number one place that we start to build compassion. And so I share this re-explanation of, of Rose and Jack and, and compassion because Jack had such a deep sense of compassion for Rose without even knowing her. He didn't want to see a life be wasted because you don't know, you need to know all everybody's life to know that there's someone out there that values that life, that that life lights them up that that life brings them joy, you don't even realize it when you're in hell, when you're in your own hells. And it was through his deep sense of compassion in this made-up story, <laughs> she went and lived the rest of her life in honor of him. But really, it was in honor of herself to never let go, to see your life through. Compassion also comes from allowing yourself to see things through. Compassion will be shown to you, and then you also have to start building it yourself. And just like Jack, he came there, he showed her, he saved her life, and then he died. And anybody could have experienced that and became bitter, resentful, scared, 
She could have went back to, to the life she that almost killed her. But what she did was take a risk. What she did was be brave. We, we, we sometimes get caught up in who we think is supposed to be the most compassionate person for us. Jack was a complete stranger. Rose was surrounded by her mother, her, her fiancé, who, who was supposed to love her, and nobody heard her. I don't want you to lose hope on compassion and self-love because you have an expectation of who should be the one that expresses that to you or to show up for you. Even if today's hard and compassion doesn't come easily and self-love feels far away, that there is always an energy caring about you, supporting you. But if you are always closed off, if you are always so shut down, if you are always so afraid at the risk of fully loving again in any relationship, you hear a lot about relationships about with romantic partners and then finding that fear. But what about when it's our parent? that their, their love falls short? What if it's our friends that their love falls short? I think sometimes we get a little confused maybe of what community is or how, how big community actually can be. If you want people, if you want acceptance for who you are, you got to accept people for who they are and allow change, allow shift and allow yourself to have your needs met. If who's surrounding you is not meeting your needs in those ways of compassion, of love, Trust that there is an energy that is out there that is able to meet that, it is able to understand. But I know what's not going to make self-love feel empowering in your life is if you keep trying to reach for people to understand you who are destined to misunderstand you. Also, sometimes you're trying to have people who have no desire to step onto a stage but want to judge you from the audience. Those are not the people you're going to build compassion with. Compassion is going to come from work, from dedication, from repetition of showing up for self and constantly choosing to grow, to expand. Sometimes building compassion may just be telling yourself to never let go. You got to start somewhere. My suggestion is to start in your heart. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode. On next week's episode, we're going to go over signs to look out for that you may be lacking self-compassion in your life and then being able to kind of use these signs as a guide to start making some more shift in your life. I hope that throughout this week you build a deeper sense of love. You take a moment to look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I love you. I care about you. I support you. And to send a nice message to a friend. If you this episode reminded you of someone who has shown you compassion when you didn't even have compassion for yourself. Send that person a message. Let them know your care, your appreciation for them. Don't wait until people aren't here to say how much you care about them. Let them know. That's how we build a more compassionate world. We spread that love. We feel that love. We spread that appreciation. We feel that appreciation. And we keep on moving. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you again. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review if you haven't done so already, and you find value in this episode and podcast, and also leave a rating on Spotify. Make sure you share it with a friend or family that you know would find this podcast helpful and supportive to their journey of building more self-love and compassion in their life. I love you all so much, and I will see you next week.